This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Happy Friday, y'all. Welcome back to the WOMED. Jack and I are here with you for part two with Lauren Mackler, co-founder and CEO of Cofertility. Oh my gosh. I I could sit and talk to her all day. Truly. With starting, actually starting these, you know, updates on where Jack and I are in our egg freezing journeys. Last week, I spoke into how I had to put my cycle on pause and how you were going to do that with me because we have to do everything together, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought we could just kind of touch base on that real quick and kind of see how we're feeling this week. Now that it's kind of settled in, we aren't doing a, our cycle now for at least another three weeks. Like when is the earliest that you can retest your hemoglobin and see if all of these things that you're doing are helping? Um, in a month. In a month. So okay. like April 10th, mm-hmm. I can go in and do like another like CBC hemoglobin stuff like that. So <sighs> girlfriend, I'm so sorry. It's going to happen. We're going to do it. We're going to go to New York. We're going to take an extra few days and, you know, see all the things that we didn't have time to do. But we're also going to go there with our boyfriends and go on nice double dates. Yeah. Do you feel any better? Like, do you feel like you have more energy? Like, what's going on with all that? I feel like, I don't know if it's in my head, but I do feel like I have a little more energy. But if I try and work out or, and like light workout or even like, you know, taking the stairs, carrying something, I'm like a little out of breath, y'all. Like it's, it's, it's weird. I just don't feel that strong in my body. Mm -hmm. So, and I've been kind of like really tired during the day. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. mornings I'm okay, but then I kind of lose energy throughout. So, but we'll see. You know, keeping up with the iron and and all that stuff. Honey. Well, I know it's been a little bit of a curveball, but hopefully this can get you on track just in in general for your health. And, um, you know, we can get all this figured out. I know it's not easy, but again, you're handling this with grace per usual. (laughs) <laughs> so I know this is gonna this is just a little curveball and we're gonna we're gonna get through it we're gonna get through it yes yes but we are so excited to bring you Lauren Mackler of Cofertility in this part two 
episode. Again, if you haven't listened to part one, go ahead and check that episode out. And we will catch you on the other side of this episode. Well, Lauren, welcome back to part two. I know our listeners are so excited to continue this conversation and learn all more about co-fertility, both of their programs, all of the support that you guys offer. But this is coming at such a crazy time because Danielle and I are literally, I think, about to start our hormones in the next few days. So we are also just grateful to have you here just from a personal friend amount of support. We got you. We got you. (laughs) I'm so excited for you both. I'm really excited. It's brought up so many conversations between Michael and I even. Mm -hmm. And we were discussing this last night and Michael's such a champion for women. He's like, it's just not fair that like there's this timeline. And, but like, I'm also just really proud of you for taking control of that because there's so little that, you know, women have control of in their lives, especially Mm -hmm. in this current environment. But he's like, it's, we we started discussing how it's almost not stigmatized, but you think of, oh yeah, a single woman or a person who still hasn't found, or like a woman who still hasn't found their partner. Yeah. She's going to freeze her eggs. Not someone who's necessarily, you know, in a relationship yeah. who might not be ready to it might not be the right time mm-hmm. in their relationship to bring a new child in that this is also a key demographic to talk to about egg freezing so true like so many of co-fertility's members are actually married right like they're married they found their person they're happily married they're just not ready to have kids yet right like maybe they have massive career ambitions, or maybe they want to like travel the world, or they just want to like save a certain amount of money before they pursue having children. And that's okay. Like you get to do this on your own timeline and having your eggs frozen is an amazing way to like not feel pressured by your biological clock, like make certain choices in, in life. I think this is funny. Uh, The first time I heard about egg freezing, I've been single for a very long time before I found my partner. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I really wanted to do. But the first time I heard about it was on the Mindy Kaling show because she had created like, yes, that was part of her practice. Later baby is later baby. Yes. And I think while I was watching it, even, even as a medical professional, I didn't totally grasp it but like Mm -hmm. she was going around to all these colleges trying to encourage you know the women there to freeze their eggs and later baby you know I love that (laughs) yeah that was the first time I had heard of egg freezing that's amazing (laughs) thank you Mindy Kaling I love you please come on the podcast same (laughs) you know I'll share a little bit about my you know personal journey I was engaged. I thought I was going to have kids much earlier. I was 25 and I lost my fiance. And in the years following that, so many different things and people came in and out of my life. And I just, 
never found that right person. And Mm -hmm. there was work stuff. There was other opportunities that came up, but it just, it never aligned. I think in my head, it was always, well, you have to have a partner if you're going to do this. And before I went back on Paradise, I was very much like the next thing that I was going to do was freeze my eggs and contemplate what it would be like to pursue the single mother route Mm -hmm. because that just felt like the right path for me at that moment. Cut to getting a call and going back on national TV and meeting (laughs) the love of my life who has a son and all this other, you know, moves, new job, figuring out my role in his son's life Mm -hmm. and feeling motherly to someone who wasn't like my biological child but also feeling things like exhaustion and lack of control and really sitting with that and wondering if this is the right move for me and for us to conceive a biological child of my own when I feel very fulfilled with my partner and his son and in trying to sitting with what I actually want for my future. My therapist gave me a great book. It's called The Baby what is it? The baby decision or something that I'm working through. Mm-hmm. The decision to freeze my eggs was, was to give me more time, to give us more time because I'm 37 and 10 years, you know, almost 12 years past the, the time, like the prime age time to, to freeze your eggs. So doing this now is really special and important in my relationship because I'm not ready right now. Michael's not ready right now. I'm trying to be a safe place and a support system for a six-year-old boy. Mm -hmm. And he's living. He's here right now. And so it feels like, and we're also only like nine, ten months into our relationship. (laughs) We're enjoying each other. The ability to freeze my eggs with co-fertility has been such a gift. And it's, it's the gift of time to appreciate where I'm at right now and to have an option for the future if that's what we decide is the best thing for us. So, A, just a huge thank you there. But I think that's also something that people don't necessarily think about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's your own personal timing. Couldn't agree with you more. And, and thank you for, for sharing that. I think it's so important that women who are deciding to do it are open about it and and share their reasons for it. And and I think you are so aligned with so many of the women that come through our programs, right? It's like whatever their like why is, it doesn't matter because it gets to be their own, right? Like it gets mm-hmm. to be whatever feels right for them. And you do it on your own timetable, right? It's like it's an empowering choice. And it does not have to be seen as like a last resort or like or you a failed. Panic. Yeah, no, this is like, hey, look at what you're doing for yourself. Like, how amazing is that? Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. 
Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Overall, it seems like that's one of the major themes here with co-fertility is just flipping the script, flipping the script mm-hmm. of it, not having egg freezing being this shameful feeling, you know, like for me quickly too. like I have recently gotten out of a divorce, was with someone for a long time. I thought I was going to have a family with, too. So very similar reasons to Danielle, like not ready to have a biological children pretty sure I want that in the future, but I'm not even a hundred percent sure. So this process in working with you guys has, has felt so empowering and supportive. And instead of this feeling underlying feeling of like, well, I, something's wrong with me or nobody wants me, or there's, you know, I, like what happened wrong to now I have to freeze my eggs. It's flipping the script into how can this be an empowering choice? How can this be an educated choice that is right for for me, that is right for Danielle, that is right for our future families? And so I know we we are both just so, so, so grateful for you and for co-fertility. In part one of this series, we touched a bit on the split and the keep program, but I want Mm -hmm. to dive in, I think specifically with the split program, because there's a lot of questions when I was first learning about this. I know Danielle as well, and I'm sure a lot of questions that our listeners have. Let's dive into your two different programs and what they offer and what our audience can look for. This community is one that, you know, healthcare professionals in general, we talked about on the last episode, really deserve more options when it comes to reproductive choices. And I feel so excited that we get to to provide more. Um, so our we have two programs within our Freeze by Co platform. So freeze by co. If you want to follow us on Instagram, that's our our handle for the egg freezing side of our business. Um, you have two options. One is the keep program. One is the split program. The split program is where you get to freeze your eggs for free when you donate half to a family that can't otherwise conceive, and in doing so, you get to store them for up to ten years free. So it's really like literally everyone asks all the time. Wait, you don't even need my credit card, like. No, like it is entirely free. Um, And in the process, your eggs go to someone who has either experienced infertility or gay, hopeful gay dads, um, or, you know, someone who's a cancer survivor, right? Like there could be any number of reasons why someone needs an egg donor to, to grow their family. And we support them no matter how they came to, to needing one, right? So we, we certainly 
um, whether it's a single parent by choice or a couple, whatever it might be, like we're um, really happy to help them grow their families. Mm -hmm. The split program is one where you do have to qualify clinically, right? Mm -hmm. Like there are standards, you know, put forth by ASRM, the American Society for Reproductive Medicine, as well as the FDA around who qualifies for egg donation. And we, you know, ask that people who are interested in this option, um, you know, they fill out a form on our website, cofertility.com, and you give us a little bit of information about you. If, you know, you pass those first few questions that are a good sense of whether or not you qualify, we have you share more about your medical history, your family medical history, your lifestyle factors, and a bit about your personality and your motivations for wanting to partake in this program. Um, at that point, our clinical operations team reviews your application in partnership with our medical advisors. And if you're approved, you then have a one-on-one call or Zoom call with someone from our team to learn more about our program, about egg donation in general, and ask any questions that you have. And if everything goes well, we send you an agreement that just outlines everything that we talked about to make sure there's no like questions outstanding about what it means to be part of our split program and to donate your eggs. And then you get listed um, on our Family by Co platform, which is for intended parents to find a donor. And at that point, they get to look through profiles. And sometimes they're looking for someone who, you know, maybe they feel like a connection with, like we've heard like, oh my gosh, we had the same favorite book. And then when I read about like her short-term goals and long-term goals, like it just felt so mutually aligned. Um, Then there are people who are looking for someone who like, you know, who has like the same heritage, right? Or is sort of reflective of their own background. Um, maybe there we've heard like, oh, I was looking for someone who sort of, you know, could have been a younger sister to me or something like that. Um, but really intended parents want to feel like a connection. And at that point, when there is a match, our team reaches out to our split member to say, hey, we have intended parents who are excited to match with you. Oftentimes the intended parent will write a letter to the split member to share a little bit more about them so that we can sort of even the playing field of like the information that's known between the two parties. And oftentimes we'll set up a match meeting or just you get on Zoom. Our team will join as well, provide you with conversation starters. So like it doesn't feel weird to get on this kind of call that you've never done before. I have been on these calls. They're amazing. Like to to see the connection, right? Like that it's it's really like a Mm -hmm. bond that that comes through um, and it can be just truly incredible. And then from there, our team works with, both parties to get a legal agreement in place, which is important with any egg donation arrangement where um, the split member will have their own fertility attorney representing them at no cost. The intended parents will have a fertility attorney representing them at no, at at their, their expense. Um, And then we work together to get the retrieval scheduled. And at the end of the process, the egg yield gets split into two and Half the eggs go to the intended parent and half go to the donor. Um, So that's our split program. The KEEP program is for anyone who may not be interested in donation, which is like more than okay, or maybe you don't qualify to be part of the split program for a clinical reason. We never want to leave someone who wants to freeze their eggs hanging. And that is like so important to my team. Like this is all about options and choice. 
literally like wearing my choice bracelet. <laughs> I love you it. guys can see it. Um, I like choice for so many reasons, but um, this keep program, we will work to connect you with a clinic that's local to you and um, one that has great outcomes and, you know, a CAP certified lab and that we trust the the doctors, et cetera. But um, we also have partnerships throughout the ecosystem that we can help lighten the financial load. So that's on the storage front. We can make that a lot more accessible from a cost perspective. Um, we also have a fertility financing partnership that I'm so, so, so excited about where with this partnership that we have, women can apply for a fertility loan where it is like they pay on your behalf and then you pay them monthly. So it's sort of like a buy now, pay later or like, you know, kind of concept, but specifically for something like egg freezing. We're really like finding as many ways as possible to make this more attainable, whether it's through our keep or our split program. Um, and then either program, you have access to a private community of other women who are going through the experience at the same time. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. I have other questions. So many questions. So many questions. With the split program, like, can I ask, like, how is how are you funding that? Like, is it is it the families that are looking for a donor egg fund that or so you could kind of think about it as though the intended parents are sponsoring okay. the cost of this cycle in the same way that like with traditional egg donation, intended parents would pay for the entire cycle that the donor would do. They'd pay for the retrieval. They'd pay mm-hmm. for the medication. Um, they pay for like the, the legal components, that stuff. They also would pay cash compensation. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're removing mm-hmm. that instead of paying cash compensation, they're paying like the discounted storage fee that enables the donors half of the eggs to be stored mm-hmm. for up to 10 years. It's less expensive for the intended parents than if they were going elsewhere. So we're also bringing down Amazing. the cost on that side. Mm-hmm. And it's really a win-win for, for both sides. I think what's, what's cool about it for intended parents is that because their split member who they're going through this with is um, also incentivized by having a great cycle outcome, right? right? Like high egg yield, great egg quality, you know that she's going to take the protocol mm-hmm. really seriously, right. right? She's going to like follow the doctor's instructions. She's going to like, we get questions like, what should I be eating? Should I be taking the same questions you guys have, right? Mm-hmm. Of your cycle, like what vitamins should I be taking? How should I be thinking about this? Um, I think intended parents love knowing that 
their donor in this scenario is in it for that outcome and not just for cash. Right. And so from what I understand, not only do the intended parents get a say in who the donor is, but the donor also can get a say. How does that work? And then how long does this typically take to be matched? Can it happen like next day or is this like a year long process? Do people get multiple matches? Like donors? So we do one match at a time. Um, I mean, we have had some intended parents that are like just trying to you know, maybe they want to have multiple children or they want to increase their odds. So they will move forward with two donors at a time. Mm. Um, but, uh, we've had scenarios, honestly, where like someone will get matched within hours of becoming active as a donor on our platform. Like I, it happened yesterday. Like she matched the same day that she went live. She was just like an amazing candidate for this. Um, and it just so happened that intended parents were looking for someone who is exactly like her. Right. Um, other women, it might take a few weeks. It might take a couple months. Um, we check in with them regularly to like make sure that they still want to be listed on our platform. You at any point could say, Hey, I've been listed as a split member for a couple months, but like I want to go to the keep program because I want to move forward right. and I don't want to mm-hmm. wait too long. Right. And we're super supportive of that. I think too, you know, the, more thoughtful your answers are to the Mm. questions that we ask and in the profile, right? Mm -hmm. Like the more likely intended parents are to match with you. Um, So I think spending some time and we have like different guides of like how to make your profile stand out, things like that. Um, Intended parents love that, right? So having like photos of you as a baby or as a child and, you know, recent photos and really like talking about like, why do you love your career or what are your ambitions in life? Really helps intended parents like resonate with someone. So Lauren, I do want to just say, I mean, I want to say, obviously this sounds like it, it makes so much sense. It's opening the doors for so many to the donors, but also to the intended families. But obviously, you know, donating your eggs is a huge decision for anybody, a huge decision. So I'm curious if this was your sister or your best friend that was interested in the split program, what are some of those questions that you would ask to gauge? Like, is this right for you? Like on just a more personal level. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the women who decide to move forward with it are really moved by the ability to help another family achieve their dreams of having a baby. And they really like connect with that on a deeper level, right? Like, they know that the way families are built today is like more dynamic than ever before. And, you know, it's easy to see that for LGBTQ people to have a baby, right? Like you need the help of another party. Um, Or for someone who is experiencing infertility, like literally by the time someone needs an egg donor, this is their last resort, right? And so I think the women who feel moved by that, like see this as almost as like, like a opportunity to like do service in a way, right? Mm-hmm. To like, to, to like feeling like, okay, I have this resource that somebody else needs and I can give it to them, right? And to know, especially if you and the, the intended parents that you're moving forward with decide to have what we call a disclosed relationship where mm. you have each other's contact information and you stay in touch over the years, that it can be a really beautiful, 
relationship. Mm. Um, I'll give you an example. Actually, I was at an event um, a few months ago. It was like a women founders event and everyone went around and shared what they were working on. And I explained what co-fertility does. And this woman like raised her hand. She was like, I have to interrupt you. I have to interrupt you. And I was like, okay. She was like, I donated my eggs 14 years ago. And I just went to my eggs bar mitzvah. Oh my God. (laughs) Like everyone in the room like teared up because what she told us was that she had stayed in touch with, she affectionately calls him her egg, which I think is like so adorable. Um, She had stayed in touch with her eggs, his, her eggs mother. And, um, you know, they would exchange emails from time to time. They didn't have this like regular ongoing close relationship, but, um, she had reached out and said, he really wants to invite you and your family to his bar mitzvah. And they all went. So she took her three children and her parents and her husband, they, they traveled to the bar mitzvah. And during his like speech or like candlelighting ceremony, he thanked her for the gift that she gave his parents in order to like make his life possible. Right? Am I too old? Am I too old to be a donor? (laughs) Right? Like how incredible. Like otherwise, these amazing parents wouldn't have this child. And he is so like well adjusted and understanding of it, right? He's known from birth. Like it has never been a secret to him that he was donor conceived. And in the same way, when she met her now husband, the donor, she shared that with her now husband. And her three children have always known about him. And that is just, in their mind, it's like this amazing thing their mom did. It's amazing. (sighs) I feel like I'm probably too, I am too old for the donor. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) That was one thing I had actually been thinking about. I was like, could I do that? And and know that there was like a little biological version of me running yeah. around out there that mm-hmm. that I didn't know. And you just completely convinced me, like had I been significantly younger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, we actually, we don't believe in anonymous egg donation, mm-hmm. right? In the sense that 23andMe exists, right? Like these DNA yeah. tests are out there. So even if you never take one, if your like great uncle took one, like there's a chance that you could be found mm-hmm. and contacted by someone you donated your genetics to, right. right? And so we're really clear about that upfront with intended parents and with our split members. We talk about it. We bring it out into the open. This is like not something to be like taboo or shameful, you know right. shameful, right? Yeah. And so you can still choose to go into an undisclosed match where you don't have contact information, but you communicate through co-fertility. Um, but, and, and I think sometimes for cultural reasons, that's why people decide to go that route, but it's a small percentage of, of the folks who come through our program. So this openness, again, you don't have to be like best friends with, with the person you donate to, or you don't have to be like an aunt here or like, you know, like, but, you know, having some openness to just like, wow, what an amazing thing someone can do for somebody else. Yeah. I love how much of a wealth of knowledge you are just not from a business standpoint, but from being so involved with the donors and with the families. 
That seems, again, to be another huge theme with co-fertility is the amount of resources and support that is offered yeah. when going through either program with you. Yeah. Your website is um, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It's really <laughs> easy to navigate with all of the different Thank resources you. that are on the website, too. But can we talk more about the educational resources, your team that you have, and just the community building and every all of the resources that are available? if one decides to go with co-fertility? Of course. Yeah. So our team, we have an incredible member advocate team, people who have worked in third-party reproduction or in fertility care for ages. We also have an amazing medical advisory. And so everything we do is evidence-backed. Everything we do has like been evaluated through their lens. And, you know, our team, you know, me, Hallie, Ariel, we are incredibly passionate about this industry, both personally for our for our own personal journeys that I shared in our last episode, but also like from a business standpoint, like we're really understanding of what it takes to to build something you know viable and and thoughtful in this space. And so we're looking at it through that lens as well. This you know feeling like you can always reach our team, but also that you have access to other members who are going through it. I think is something that we feel so strongly about. Mm. Um, that's why we have this private community where you can lean on each other throughout the experience. Um, but none of this should feel like a one and done transaction, right? We've actually heard from women who have a, have donated their eggs through previous programs who come to us and they say, I don't even know how many eggs I got in my last retrieval cycle because they're so in the dark. They're wow. seen as like a production source, basically, right? Like they just are not considered a patient in the experience, wow. you know, and I hate that. And so we're really like all of the clinics we work with consider the women who we send their way patients and human, right? We're human centered. And I feel really proud of, of that. That's awesome. I have, I have one quick question before yeah. we start um, to wrap this up. What if someone wants siblings from your program? And they've, you know, used up their like viable eggs from like the first yeah. donation process. Is that something you would help um, a family facilitate again with the same donor? A lot of intended parents actually up front ask the donor they're matched with to do two cycles. Mm. And a lot of our, a lot of women are really excited about that because imagine, you know, you're a, like, I'm thinking of one match in particular, like she, the, the split member is a surgeon and she knows that she is not going to be able to start building a family until she's like in her mid thirties. And she hopes to have three kids herself. Right. So this prospect of being able to have more eggs, like yeah. is super compelling to her. And so we're able to make that happen, which feels really, really good. That's incredible. That is incredible. Yeah. That reminds me, Danielle, I had another question kind of similar, like what happens if you only get, you know, two eggs or one eggs on that cycle, oh, but yeah, the, yeah. The, the model that you have, it's like, would make it so easy to do another cycle, to do another round. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think one thing I'll mention is that like, to be clinically approved to go through a split cycle, like you have a certain AMH and you have certain, you know, you're a certain age and there's like a number of requirements up front that we're sure of with the physician involved in the case first. Okay. And so 
that all gets determined up front, right? And if you're someone who is likely to get two eggs, like you're not going to be clinically approved to, to move forward with the donation cycle. And so that's why we have the KEEP program, right? And that's where we can still help you find a way to, to freeze your eggs or at least understand your, your options. Amazing. You're I, such a badass. <laughs> I know. Like, can we be friends? Like, can, can we, I can yes. we work with you? <laughs> <laughs> or for oh my god on top yes. of getting I, a, I want a crew neck i want a a, a hat and then hat. i want a, your phone number <laughs> yes deal oh my god um, you guys are the best in the meantime i will just be continuing to stock the blog on the freeze by co website it literally has yes. every like all of this so much I talk about resources so much helpful information i think that's a great starting point for people is you know reading through some of your blog articles on the website but of course, we will include everything in the show notes, but can you tell everyone what are some next steps for them? If they are listening to this conversation, maybe they're like, hell yes, I want to be in the split program. I want one of these beautiful stories, or maybe they're still on the fence. They're not sure. What are some next steps for our listeners? The most immediate and like fastest path, at least to just know what some options might be for you are to go to cofertility.com slash freeze and fill out our questionnaire. From there, we'll help you understand, like, do you qualify for the KEEP program or the SPLIT program or both? And at any point in the process, you can talk to someone one-on-one from our team. So start there. You can follow us on Instagram. We're super active there at freezebyco or follow me at Lauren Mackler. Um, I'm more than happy to talk one-on-one with any of you. Um, I'm just, I think the healthcare community deserves options. And I'm just so, so happy that we get to do that. Well, I am and Danielle, we are both so happy that you get to do this. One more, you guys have a pop in TikTok right now, too, that I was stalking. I just last followed night. you. So <laughs> be sure yeah. to follow along yes. on your TikTok. Um, yes. the freeze by code TikTok. It's a yes. it's a fun place to be. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. I know Jack and I have thrown so much information at you about co-fertility. Um, if this is something that your interest has been peaked in, Jack and I really encourage you to go to cofertility.com. And if listening to Jack and I, you have been thoroughly convinced, which we hope you have been, to freeze your eggs, um, you can find a quiz on their website to learn more about egg freezing options and see if you qualify for any of their programs, including the donor program. Till next week, Jack and I love you. WOMED out. Out.